0: Hello and welcome back to Pixel Pals. My name is Anna Dude and today I am joined by my just regular friend,
1: regular Zach.
0: How is everybody doing today, Zach? How are you today? Pretty regular. Just, just, <laughs> just regular. <laughs> nah, um, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm tired. I feel like there's something in the air today. I'm just tired. It's because it was rainy. It, yeah, yeah, it was the first like good rain that we've had in a while. I thought it was gonna be thunderstormy. Yeah, I did too. That's what my phone told me, but. Well, um,
0: we have a lovely episode for you today. We are going to have a guest on in a few minutes, and his name is Wildcat Hippo. You may remember him from an earlier episode, and we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff in the content creation sphere. Um, Zach, did anything fun happen this week? Well, maybe not fun. Did anything happen this week?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, PlayStation bought this little indie studio that you might have heard of called Bungie. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So PlayStation and Bungie are going to be like one entity now, so I'm pretty excited for the future of... That I think there's going to be a lot of really sick games coming out now. That because Bungie's done a lot of awesome stuff. Bungie did uh Destiny. Um Why I always feel like I want to say they've done Halo, but have they done Halo? Uh,
0: yeah, they used to, but now yeah, it's three, yeah, four, yeah, yeah. They were like, it was who like, is dropping the ball?
1: I know, because well, Bungie was like the original Halo people. So that, back when Halo was good, yeah. but yeah, it's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, uh, Sony is the king of exclusives. I think we all know that. I'm not a Sony fanboy, but they just might keep racking it up. Oh, <laughs> after Ghost of Tsushima, probably. Oh, um, and we're, I think we're gonna do a full review of Ghost of Tsushima next week. Yep. Um,
1: better late than never.
0: Better That's what I never. always
1: said. Um, I literally platinum ghost of tsushima for the second time um the director's cut edition this time i did it on my ps5
0: how 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 did you do that so fast
1: oh i had started it a while back okay and i was then, just gonna say you oh, texted yeah, no. me
0: like two days ago and you're like oh i'm starting ghost
1: of tsushima and then you're yep. like yeah i platted it i was like am i
0: doing something wrong no no i had started
1: it a while back and then just kind of stopped playing it because i was like yeah whatever And then when you were like, dude, I love this game, we should do a review. I said, all right, I'll play it again. And then I platted it.
0: (laughs) All right, and we are gonna be back with our special guest after this um, actual, maybe a commercial break, or maybe we'll put the commercial later on, but we have a commercial for you all today. Welcome back to Pixel Pals. Today we are joined by our special guest, Wildcat Hippo. Wildcat, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, I haven't showered. It's 6 p.m. and uh, it's one of those days for me, you know?
0: I'm a nighttime shower, anyways. Listen, if you shower in the morning, I don't trust you. Yeah, that's my excuse too. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I
1: definitely definitely don't shower in the morning or anything. Do you
0: shower before you go to (laughs) bed
1: though? No, I shower in the morning. But all the dirt from the day is on you. Yeah, but the problem is, even if I shower, I get all sweaty and gross in bed. So I'd rather just whatever, you know? You're nasty. I know, I'm gross. All right.
0: Our topic <laughs> for today is content creation, burnout, uh, subathons. Um, Wildcat, you recently just did a sub, recently, R- relatively recently, you just did a subathon. Could you tell the listeners what is a subathon and how does it take place?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So essentially, a subathon is. Like a like a timing based stream, where uh, you'll you'll usually start with like a, a predetermined timer when you when you go live. But uh, any kinds of tips or subscriptions or donations will add to a running clock, which um, you have to stream until the clock hits zero. Um, so yeah, I just recently completed. Uh, I just wrapped up a thirty four day subathon. And I thought it was going to last three, but it it, it it lasted 34. So that's cool.
0: That's always a fun little
2: surprise.
1: 34 days.
0: <laughs> I think yeah. I, I was I was in there for a little bit. Um, You know, I would like wake up. It'd be like six in the morning. I'd be like, oh, he's still alive. It hasn't, hasn't run out. And I'd tune in for a little bit. Um, what was some of the things that you did during the subathon to make you last 34 days? Because I'm imagining there had to been something that kind of motivates you keep you going or like time that you would take off so talk a little bit about that if you can
2: yeah so i mean throughout throughout those you know throughout the month um we had a bunch of like different little things that we would like set up um we being like my moderation team and uh, myself um we just kind of set up like um like little events like little mini events with uh, people that i was like, like people like friends of the stream and and like real life friends like i went for ice cream on one day i uh, shaved my beard on another day um so i was rocking the 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 xana dude mustache you know Heck
1: yeah uh, <laughs> shave your mustache on a stream
2: only
0: for views only for content
1: Deal.
2: put it put it as a sub goal there you go <gasps> yeah i see that's
0: the thing <laughs> yes i, I it know they're so
1: quick you get there in 0.2 seconds the
0: community half of them would be upset and they don't want me to shave it the other half would be like banging out their checkbooks and being like oh we need to get that now see oh, i'm yeah. indifferent
1: towards it i just know how much you love it so that's why i'm like shave it
0: well i can't grow the beard so the mustache <laughs> is the only thing um i no, think well, some you of my fa- it well, you know so yeah it's good. i think some of my favorite times uh were you playing valorant at all during the subathon mm-hmm. or your mods were yeah. that was fun because that was when i first started to like really get into valorant and it was fun to tune in
2: Yeah, the uh, Valorant is something that I, like, I I tend to stream, like, single-player games when I, like, you know, I'm running my own show. Uh, But with the Subathon going over a month, like, Valorant was a game that I very much played off-stream, and I have, like, off-stream games, and I started to play those on-stream because, like, there was no time for myself, really. It was, like, kind of wake up, you know, eat and shower off-stream, and then, like, start my day with chat and go about my day doing you know what i would normally do so like sometimes i'd like take chat on a walk where i'd put them on my phone and i would you know go to a park or or something like that like go for a drive there was like one at one point i was like stuck in traffic and i was like i had road rage and you know that was (laughs) that's gonna be good for tiktok but (laughs) but you know like it's it's just um kind of like my very own um truman show like just constantly being watched and i i remember like the first moment when i like ended stream i didn't feel like i was done like i felt like i was still being watched and i still have to yeah. like be careful with like you know like taking my shirt off at the wrong like angle of my room you know what i mean like i, I wouldn't like it, it was very hard to kind of like the post subathon days were i think a lot harder than during the subathon. i'd say
0: yeah,
1: I, I well yeah, I mean it's over a month of your life there, right? Like like mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't blame you for feeling weird and feeling like someone's watching you. What no. uh
0: what were some things that you would do to keep yourself like I you talked about going for walks, but like um were you like cooking for yourself? You know what I mean? Like I did have done like a 24 hour and a 48 hour stream before, and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. like I just ate out like that entire day. I could only imagine like either the amount of like willpower you would need to like make sure that you're cooking and make sure that you're taking care of yourself or kind of the other way where it's like okay i'm just going to order out it's easier and i can still like be at my desk
2: yeah i think at the beginning it was very much like ordering out like I, I would incentivize like okay if you guys you know tip the the cost of you know this pad thai bowl um to to my paypal in the next 10 minutes like it'll triple the amount of time that it adds to the clock you know and like gets people to kind of like buy me dinner while i'm going that way i i don't have to go anywhere and like move my setup and you know gets people like a little bit of like an extra incentive to do that um but overall overall like i would do a lot of my cooking off stream because it was kind of like a, a moment where i could actually be alone with my thoughts because you know it's hard to process your feelings and like you know feel sad or just feel tired and you can imagine like your social battery being drained for like 30 consecutive days and still having to like go out and put your best foot forward it's kind of difficult so those moments where i'm like cooking and stuff were like my little therapy sessions away from stream (laughs)
1: So, did you sleep on stream? I know Xana dude will like sleep on stream is that was is that a move that you did as well?
2: yeah, a hundred percent i is like it weird? i would
1: is it honestly, weird?
2: it's not weird for me, I was right. desensitized after the first day, but what was <laughs> hard for me was that like my monitors were on. I turned off most of my yep. lights in my room, but like a lot of light was still coming through, so like I don't know if you know like a lot about like sleep science, but yes. typically oh, if yeah. there's like, a light coming through, you can't really get into deep sleeps and you can't yep. sleep. Comfortably, and that was my problem was that I wasn't able to actually get quality sleep during the subathon. So I was just like
1: for a whole month. Oh
2: my god, <laughs> it was more yeah. than a month.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, dude, power to you because God forbid I, I don't get my eight hours of beauty sleep. I'm a grumpy bitch. <laughs> so power yeah. to you, man. What was
0: uh what was it like going live for the first time after the Subathon? I know that it was it last night? Um I was lurk I was lurking a little bit last night. Was that the first uh stream since the subathon had ended?
2: Yeah, so uh it was like the first stream on my channel, but I'd been on like a couple of friends' streams. Like I was on I know you know uh, Unstable Pisces, like oh, yeah, they yeah. they invited me to play Phasmophobia with them and like I was on their stream for a little bit and I do host like um ripping shit for pokemon cards over on nice. um like a local card shops channel so like i'll go there and i'll i'll run the show I'll, I'll be like the the face of that so i did that while i was gone but that was kind of like um like dipping my toes in the water so to speak for like to determine whether or not i was ready to come back to streaming and yeah like you said yesterday was my first stream back and It was rough like uh, mentally to one go live and two stay live and three like even after the fact I was like I regret going live like I feel like I feel like it wasn't a good stream I feel like I didn't put my best foot forward because it's Mm -hmm. like hard to come back because I because I haven't streamed in a month I guess for for context like I haven't streamed uh, for about a month since the subathon.
0: well you got to start doing a month on month off you know like 30 30 days live 30 days off. Um, I could only imagine, uh, was there any like major technical difficulties? Was there anything, you know, like any major issues that arose? Maybe someone out there is thinking about doing one of these or, you know, is just more interested in like the logistics. Um, What would you say is something that could have gone wrong or did go wrong during the subathon?
2: Oh, I had so many tech difficulties. I, I can't even begin to... Okay. Yeah, I was trying to repress that memory. Let's do it. Okay. 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 So, okay. Um... We don't have to open that worm. Okay? <laughs> no, that's good. Oh, no. It's not that bad, but like in the moment, so I, I stream a lot with uh, wireless earbuds. Um, and but oftentimes of if you've died. ever, yeah, well, oh. it's like I can charge one and then use one. So it was like, I had a mm-hmm. rotation, but if I ever like would go to bed and I'd charge both, it would like um, something would happen with like the Bluetooth connection and windows where it would like shut off all of my audio driver. So the only way to fix it was either to completely restart OBS, which meant I had to restart the stream. Yeah. And oftentimes you lose viewers, you lose the hosts, you lose this and that. Um, You lose all the momentum, essentially, or you have to restart your computer completely. And so I was dealing with that every morning when I woke up and I put the earbud on, it would, like, connect to Bluetooth audio and then it would, like, shut off my audio drivers and it didn't work until I restarted OBS. So, like, every morning... I had to wake up and I'd forget that I had to deal with this. And then I would get like, I would get angry. And by like day 34, I was ready to punch a hole through my monitor. But I was like happy. I was like, oh, it's finally the last day I have to deal Man. with this. And then I had to figure out what was going on. Cause you can't like stop everything and try to like reinstall a driver. I don't want to do that midstream. Cause it could mess up something else. You know, you're like plugging a hole here. Mm. And then another three holes pop up over here. And you're like trying to figure, figure your stuff out. And it's just not. Yeah it, yeah, it was up, rough.
0: Yeah, you update that driver, then your like desktop audio goes, and then you know what I mean. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. it's very hard to fix those things like on the fly, especially when you're downloading, and the download won't take place unless you restart OBS. And for anybody out there, OBS is a broadcasting software that streamers use. Um, Zach, what what are your thoughts? Uh, do you have any questions?
1: You know, I I think I, I just don't. I can't fathom going and like giving a hundred and ten percent effort for. 34 straight days. Like I like that's just that's so impressive to me. Like I you know I've been dabbling with the idea of potentially streaming in a couple years once I actually have like a house and a spot to do it. Cause uh for those of you that don't know, my current living situation is not ideal for streaming. Um, but like man, that just like that that sounds intense. Like and like I just in like power to you, like was it hard to keep it together for the entire time, like mentally?
2: yeah a hundred percent and like I said, um oftentimes like people operate on like a social battery, right, mm-hmm. so yeah. you tend to like go out with your friends and then you need like a day or two to like right re- to recover re- re- yeah to regenerate that mm-hmm. to to recharge um for thirty for for over a month i, I couldn't recharge oh. my sleep was terrible, like I had really bad um a really bad relationship with sleep i had um you know, there were problems that were still going on in my real life that I couldn't like devote time That's and energy true, yeah. to because I wasn't I, I was here, I was working I was doing this this subathon and um, then there were like problems, you know, th- there was like some things that came up with my mods, like having questions and stuff and I couldn't like get to them right away, mm-hmm. you know and these are all things that you can do behind the scenes when you're not live, right. but when you're live all the time, it's hard to devote time and attention to that when you're trying to give 110% and I'll be honest, I I didn't give 110%. There were moments where I'd like legitimately sit there and watch YouTube videos and just like react to things with chat just because it was like low energy for me. Mm-hmm. But it was what I could <clears throat> give. It was what I could afford. Yeah, right. Like at that time so
1: like what kept you motivated to keep going then like 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 what what was the thing that was made you get up in the morning and say okay i can do this
2: um there were a few things i mean so it wasn't all like it wasn't just me making money and Mm -hmm. i decided uh about a week in because i was like wow this is actually going to be this is going to be going for a while um i decided to incorporate like uh, my moderators like wish lists as well and so there's this platform called throne if you don't uh-huh. know about it it's like a basically like a privacy first kind of wish list where it protects both the streamers identity and their address and mm-hmm. the 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 purchasers identity and addresses and all that stuff and payment information and so i can just list things that i that i want from pl- uh, platforms like amazon and etsy and stuff and people can purchase it and it gets shipped to my house
1: oh nice and
2: when they would do that i would like manually add time based i would say like you know it'd be like a dollar a minute kind of thing and so i started to give my mods the ability to get gifts as well so they were getting a bunch of gifts and stuff that were adding to the time so like there if like it was trying to like a way to give back to them because they were also putting in a lot of their own time and effort and a lot of like all of them are unpaid right like if you're a Uh twitch mod usually you're like not paid it's all volunteer based
1: right yeah just doing it out of the goodness of your heart
2: yeah so just getting them some like uh some rewards as well was like motivation for me and then Mm -hmm. you know obviously like i was getting paid well and like it felt it felt good and like people wanted it to keep going and like that kind of motivated me a lot and then it was just kind of like Oh, you know, well, like big streamer Ludwig streamed for 30 days or 31 days. So like I kind of when I got to like the 20 day mark, I was like, OK, well, we can definitely beat his record, you know, oh, like, right. for days streamed. And Hell we yeah. did. And that was awesome. And like, nice. you know, it's, it's like just little things that I guess like you kind of cling to for the day. Mm-hmm. And you go to bed and then you do it all again the next day, you know? Yeah.
0: No, I'm not saying you're going to do another subathon anytime soon, but let's say you decided to maybe, you know, down the line, would you cap your subathon at a certain amount of days or would you do uncapped like you did previously?
2: I don't know that I'd ever be able to do another uncapped subathon. I don't even know if I'd be able to do a a cap subathon. Just even if I said like 24 hours, you know, it can go up to 24 hours if you guys like pay X amount of money or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'd. I don't think I would do that I think the lack of control like one thing that I that I was sorely miss during the subathon was the the feeling of control over my stream because like again I would go to bed and I'd give control of my stream to one of my moderators that I trusted and they'd be controlling everything through team which like you know gives people remote access to your desktop and so she had full control over everything that went on in my stream when I went to bed and like that kind of gives you anxiety too because if right. anybody out there who's listening is a streamer like you know that like your stream is like your baby right like you you take care of it you you put a lot of work in you put a lot of effort in and to just like hand it off to anybody feels wrong you know um, so losing that kind of control and then losing the like even if there is like a 24 hour cap it's still like an unknown because you don't know if you are going to stream for 24 hours and I just don't think I I don't think I'd ever do another subathon if I'm being honest because <laughs> I just yeah. there's just too many variables that I didn't think about going in, you know.
0: We, yeah, we may have touched on this before, but um I wanted to just ask um t- kind of transition maybe a little bit to like burnout and just like content creation in general. Do you think that being live for 34 days um straight had an effect on your ability to create content now, like, do you feel as motivated as you were during or before? Or do you think it's kind of left you in a weird space?
2: I think it's, oh, God, I can go on forever. So that's
0: what we're here for. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so definitely, it definitely left a void for me. So um, just in, in terms of um, wanting to uh, put, more content out there after you know going through i wouldn't say that all 34 of the days were like primo content you know i don't think that i put the best content out there consistently for 34 straight days definitely not it was definitely a marathon and not a sprint in that case and so you know even just putting out Like like quote unquote like low budget content, like you know, just watching videos and not trying very hard at some points in the stream during the subathon, even that had taken its toll. And so the first week, I actually I'd say for the first three weeks, I couldn't even go on Twitch and hang out in my friend streams because I was like so um mentally exhausted from being on Twitch, Mm -hmm. even just I couldn't even be a viewer anymore. Like, like that was where I was at mentally. I couldn't even do that. And then in terms of even like pumping out content, like so I, I mentioned a little bit earlier about like the rip and ship. So basically people could buy booster boxes or whatever for Pokemon and I would open them on stream and then we ship them out and then we kind of pump out like TikToks and YouTube videos based off the stuff that we open We box break, you right? And even just like editing a video that's like not like it doesn't take much skill to like break just go through and go through a box break you know it doesn't it's not like high high brow content uh-huh. um even that is very difficult for me to do even today like a month removed wow. from the subathon just because it's like i i'm just like exhausted i'm still like tired i'm I. i, I don't know i feel like i still haven't fully recovered from all of it you know so yeah, it definitely th- has just had an impact
0: yeah i bet your community is like very understanding as well like the fact that you were live for so long mm-hmm. like i don't um mm-hmm. I, I i'm assuming that they're definitely understanding like where your head is at zach were you gonna pop in
1: i mean i was just gonna say like i i'm it's gotta be hard to being i mean on 24 7 because even when you're asleep like in the back of your head you're like but like i, I gotta be on like i gotta be on the ball still and like I've I've experienced that uh, just in my work where like even if I'm on a break, but I have a client that's having a hard time, I'm like I like I'm not really on a break. I'm just not in the room with them. And the second they start having a mm-hmm. hard time, I'm going to jump into action to help. Yeah. Um, so like it's I, I I understand that it can't. It's hard to just be on all the time and not really giving yourself that mental break to just not think about anything, which is kind yeah. of I think a lot of the times sometimes we. Take it for granted
0: mm-hmm. um are now that the subathon is over you're and you streamed yesterday you're gonna you know keep the ball rolling uh what do you think like are you worried about analytics at this point are you worried about metrics because i know that um like i when i've done really long streams like my numbers are always higher than you know when i do like my one-off streams during the week so are metrics something that you're considering still or are you just like nah like i'm just gonna stream what i want to do and kind of take it a little bit easier as far as like the information goes
2: so like being fully transparent at the beginning of the subathon in the first week i was like i was like touching partner numbers on twitch and um wow. to for for those of you for context um it's you need to average about 75 viewers over like 15 streams throughout the month and so like streaming 24 7 for seven days and i'm like you know flirting with 70 to 80 viewers straight like even when i'm not on screen just asleep, like those people are still there even if they're not directly watching they're still my stream is still open they're still engaged um and then as you know the subathon started to go on longer and then my timer hit i think something ridiculous like 230 hours left i think i i think like people were less likely to stick around because they knew like I can come back in three days and this guy's still going to be here so like right right my my numbers started to dwindle a little bit and even yesterday when I went live there was like a big there was a big portion of my community that had come out and like supported me and then I had switched to playing a game after about like two hours of just like chatting and catching up I switched Mm -hmm. to a game and my numbers like fell off like significantly and that like took a toll and actually before coming to record the podcast i was at a therapy session with my my therapist and i was talking about this with them and they were like you know like stop looking at the number like you know so right just start practicing being able to go live again for yourself like not even who cares if you have one viewer you know like just practice like you have to walk you have to learn how to walk again because i've been gone for so long so that's kind of where I'm at
0: yeah I've had to explain to my um seven-year-old psychiatrist what twitch is and then how me like obsessing over my analytics because in January February like my numbers were way higher than what they are now and it's the summer totally understand content's going to like change and stuff like that but to have that conversation with him and being like yeah like I keep my viewer count on just because I want to know like what's going on? You know what I mean? If people are dipping out because I'm doing something bad and he's just like, don't do that. No, yeah, no, no, I, no.
1: I feel like that's also part of the reason why I, and I, it's nice to have this connection with so many people that, uh, that stream just from doing this podcast, then it's, I feel like a lot of them are like, I wish I wasn't so obsessed with my numbers. So I'm always keeping that in the back of my head for like, if I start streaming, I think I'm just not even going to pay attention to that because it sounds like it's very stressful and I don't need that
2: yeah no because what what ends up happening is you see like a s like an up like at the beginning you probably don't care too much mm-hmm. and then you see like like even like a modicum of uptick in viewership right and so you go from like three viewers to like six and you're like holy crap i doubled my numbers you know mm-hmm. like and then the next stream you do seven or eight and then you just see this like a couple 12, of days of growth
1: 15, right yeah
2: yeah a couple of days of growth maybe a couple of weeks maybe a couple of months you know if you're lucky mm-hmm. and then At some point, you'll plateau, and then there are some people that'll just get busy with their day to day lives, and it's nothing to do with you. But it you feel like because Twitch is because content creation is such a a platform where you're marketing yourself as a as an individual, you take it personally when people don't Mm. come in and like like your content, or you know they just don't show up anymore. You you see it as like a a dig on yourself, and you're you you shouldn't think like that, Um, but it's impossible not to. And so, you know, these these therapists that you're going to explain Twitch to just see you worrying about things that are out of your control and you're just Mm -hmm. trying to unlearn that behavior. Because I'm trying to learn how to not worry about people not showing up to my stream and just doing stuff that I enjoy. But it's hard because you can't stop thinking about what would people enjoy.
0: Yeah, it's so it's yeah. It's really hard to do in the moment. And that's what I've found is the hardest. Like I can tell myself when I'm not live, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like whatever. I can see that person has higher numbers, whatever. It's fine. Like when I'm in the moment, um, I I totally agree with what you're saying. It's just like, okay, how can I make this more fun so people don't leave? Also, I've ran into the issue and I don't know if you have this, but you were talking about um, off stream games earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I found myself like booting up a game that I know I love. And like, it is like very precious to me. Um, and then I'm like, well, why am I doing this? Like, I can't make content off this. Like, I'm having such a good time and I'm good at this game. I might as well stream it because, you know, some people might like that. And it's become I had to really work past that. Um, that not every game needs to be content, not every game needs to be streamed. Some things are just gonna be for me and it needs to stay that way, or else I will hate video games the rest of my life.
1: And that's what I'm worried about too. Like like, oh man, like, uh, am I going to get sick of playing video games because I have to make content? And I always wonder that about people who have to review video games and people who stream for an actual living and not even like uh, e- either just part-time income or just even a hobby. I'm like, fuck, am I going to hate video games if I'm like forcing myself to play them, you know? And cause I feel like, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it once we get even more into the burnout stuff, but this summer I just have not really like been super motivated to to play any games and i don't know if it's just because um there's nothing good coming out at the moment or like what but yeah like like i i can't even imagine if it's like a, oh man this is my one source of income and i have to get up and play a game that i have no desire to play
2: yeah yeah it's it's definitely difficult trying to navigate that landscape right because you're like you said you're 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 taking the shift from hobby to career and mm-hmm. um a lot of people say like you know do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. But then there's also the flip side of like, okay, so this, this was once a hobby and now I'm no longer enjoying this in my downtime because I can't stop thinking about XX and X or XYZ because, you know, I, I, I'm too busy looking at what this could be on like a content scale, for example. Uh-huh. So I completely get what you're saying. And I think that it's really, it is really important to have those games that you do only play exclusively off stream. Like that's what Valorant is for me. Like I've never, I don't think I'm ever going to stream Valorant again, unless it's like an event or a sponsor stream or something like that, uh-huh. where like I'm compelled to do it. But like on my own volition, I'm not going to ever say like, hey today guys, I'm going to be playing Valorant. I'm not going to do that because that's my game that I like to play on my own and I know sometimes I can get a little tilted can get a little upset when Mm -hmm. things aren't aren't going my way and I don't want to show that I don't want to showcase that that's not that's not fun for me like I can I can die 50 times in Dark Souls and I'll get like mad just like for you know just for the show of it but when Mm -hmm. it's like Valorant and it's like a competitive game i'm like i'm not gonna yep like i actually get upset like yeah. it's not a show anymore you know? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah the power... enemies in dark souls do not teabag you, no <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly better. we also have to play valorant sometime by the way um, i'm obsessed power to you yeah, guys
1: yeah. who stream valorant and call of duty and whatever because you have to not only focus on the literal live game that's happening in front of you but also you have to focus on stream whereas if i'm playing a game like god of war I can pause it for a minute, chat with chat with chat and, you know, and then move on. Whereas if I'm playing call of duty, I can't just send out a mass message to the lobby and say, everyone stop for a minute. I have to, I have to check in on my chat. Like, so like power yeah. to you guys. Cause I, that just sounds so difficult and I, I don't know how you guys do it.
2: Yeah. Well, that's why I don't, I don't stream multiplayer games anymore. Like mm-hmm. the subathon was an exception, right? But uh, right. F- throughout all of January or er, throughout all of earlier this year, Uh, I I made sure that like 2022, I'm only going to be playing single player games because like I have more control over the flow and the pacing of Uh this. If, you know, someone's talking smack in Valorant, I'm going to tunnel vision, start talking smack back and like start like like focusing on the game. And then all of a sudden I've ignored chat for 10 minutes. And then like i hyper focus like that's me so i have to like mm. set myself up for success and i know like you said playing god of war you can pause the game and be like okay you know what let's take a breather what's going on with you guys and look over at chat and like actually have a conversation with them and then resume the game when you're ready but you can't right. do that in the middle of a competitive valorant game nope. you know those go for like 45 minutes to an hour and you can't you can't get out
0: <laughs> once you're on the train you can't get off <laughs> right um, yeah. that's why i tend to like not to like hype you up, but I mean, I do want to hype you up, but that's why I tend to gravitate towards like single player games. Like, there's a lot, I watch like a lot of soul streamers when I don't play Dark Souls just because it's fun to watch them play it. Also, you're getting the interactivity. I say this as a Valorant mm-hmm. streamer, um, who but who doesn't take the game like as seriously, and I really try not to stay like get tilted. Valorant is kind of like my comfort game in a sense where. I don't know. I had 12 year olds yell at me all day for the last few (laughs) years. So like, like, uh, Valorant doesn't really get me upset, but that's why I like the single player like streams because you're there to talk to them and you're there to watch a a fun game or, you know, a Mm -hmm. fun challenge in a game. Like I love watching like dark souls, no hit runs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know where I was going with this, but I'm ending with, I think that's why I enjoy watching single player streams as opposed to watching a multiplayer environment where, You're right. There is no control. You could have somebody on your team just say the most racist, misogynistic, sexist thing you've ever heard. And guess what? You said they said it. You can't take it back. You can mute them. But once they say it, like you can totally change the vibe of the stream. There's so many things inside of your control
2: yeah that's super uncomfortable yeah yeah completely like it 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 shifts your mood people in the chat get uncomfortable and then all of a sudden you're like trying to fix a problem that wouldn't have been there if you had just muted like preemptively muted everybody but you're not going to want to do that because you do you do sometimes have good conversations with some of your teammates and like you're in such a difficult position there's too many variables again and like that's kind of going back to what i was saying with the subathon like would i ever do another subathon probably not like there's too many things that i can't control you know
0: Mm mm-hmm now, post-subathon, um, what are you doing, or even before, you know what I mean, as your career as a content creator, what were some things that you would do to avoid burnout? Like, what are some things, and we may have talked upon uh, some of the things that you would recommend, but what are some things that you would, you know, maybe advise a a creator that's just starting or maybe a creator that has been creating for a long time, but is suffering burnout? What 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 kind of advice could you give someone?
2: So I think like, something that i'm still struggling to learn with but this is going to be one of those things that i say like do as i say and not as i do but um try to uh really focus in on um the warning signs like start to start to really be honest and open with yourself to develop like a good sense of understanding of like when when are you going to start to feel this like the early onsets of burnout um for me, like that looks like difficulties getting out of bed and trying to work on a project that I've already been working on. Um, difficulties enjoying games that I previously did enjoy a lot. Um, difficulty like even making plans or answering messages. Like this is like this is all like for me related to burnout, and I have like a hard time, um, like identifying those problems before they even happen but it's something that i'm like working on with therapy you know everybody should get a therapist um because you know they're they're going to be they're going to be the ones that are just going to tell it to you straight and be like yeah no yeah you look burnt out like three weeks ago you know like you should have stopped like this is something that you said to me like last session and you know like getting a therapist and just like having an open conversation about like how you're feeling on a consistent basis helps Even even you just saying an idea out loud gives you that like, oh, crap. Yeah, like maybe I am feeling like this. Just Uh like saying how you're feeling, even if you like you're internalizing it a bunch, saying it out loud just for like a second will like actually put that problem out into the world and make it like a real thing. And then that'll make you realize like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe I am starting to have an issue here, you know? yeah Um, so just identifying those those like early onsets to avoid actually burning out and you can take the necessary precautions like for me because you asked, like what do i do Uh, for me it's like finding like games that i can always go back to no matter what and for me that's like pokemon like i'll always like i can pick up any pokemon game and just like play through it and build like a random team of ratatas and just like go through and just try to beat the elite four with like a bunch of Radicate. you know like just doing something that like i can enjoy off stream off youtube like no content involved just like trying to do something that i enjoy or maybe like take up a hobby you know exercising is a great one i know it's not easy to hear but like even just going for a walk like i don't work out i can't go to the gym anymore like my brain gets too scattered for that but like i go for a walk and i listen to like an audiobook or pixel Palace podcast Hey, or some or some new music you know just trying to experiment listening to new music and just trying to find some of that like that all like helps little by little yeah. kind of prevent that kind of thing
0: zach uh, we'll, we'll all share some burnout techniques what are some things Zach, that you think that you do or you think that you should be doing in order to prevent burnout
1: things that i actually, and this could
0: be in like your day-to-day job
1: right now. yeah I mean. well and things and i think i'm lucky enough to have employers who understand so for those of you that don't know um, i work with individuals on the autism spectrum which is a very taxing job um, both mentally and emotionally, and I am lucky enough to have employers who understand that, and they always say, "Listen, if you need a day off just to hang and veg and relax, take the day off because we would rather have you take the day off when you're not at your best than come in when you're at seventy percent and not give give your best because, like you know, mm-hmm. it we just that's just the way the world works, and a lot of the times, and I feel like as of late, it's kind of a badge of honor to say how overworked you are, which is so, it's just so weird to me. And I've been saying around the office, I think it should be a flex that you don't have any hours of time off left. Like, like, like I should be flexing. Hey, look, I went to this cool spot for a vacation or, Hey, yeah. look, I took the day off and did this. So you take like, who gives a shit what, what other people might say, take a day for yourself and, and it's, and it's okay to take a day for yourself. It's okay to be selfish here and there. Like you, you
2: just, and cause you gotta can look like, yeah, I was just gonna say that day can look like spending all day in bed watching the entire really? season of Stranger Things. Yes, that's what like I did. That's, that's what I and I, <laughs> you know, I usually
1: do that. I'm like, hey, I just need a day to hang, and I'll watch three movies or I'll I'll binge Ghost of Tsushima. Or yeah. you know, it's okay yeah. to just take a day to veg and relax and not do anything. It's it's fine to do that. While we're on the topic
0: of like a me- like a maybe a mental health day, like I, I took one earlier this year. Um and I was like, oh, I'm gonna just gonna take a day to relax, whatever. And then I decided, no, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna like get stuff done around the house. And then I almost exploded my house because I cut into a gas line <laughs> on accident. That's so right, I forgot about take that. Take that mental health day, okay? <laughs> like, and take it and don't do anything important.
1: Like and like, I can't stress this enough. And and like I said, I think I'm lucky enough because I know some bosses that are like, nope, that sucks. I don't care if you're one stub toe away from having a complete and utter mental breakdown, you got to come into work. And I'm lucky enough to have employers who understand that and they will. And I mean, I've had times where I look like like they can just tell by my face, like, dude, you are not with it today. Go home. It's okay. Like we got it.
0: And I think it's important before I share mine, I think it's important in your line of work that your employers recognize that mm-hmm. because if there's one thing that if I'm, you know, if you're getting sent out to service and do all these things, I would hate for you to, you know, have that like explosion there with a client oh as, God, in, yeah. as opposed to like at your house. So, mm-hmm. one thing that I do, and I'm not going to take a super long time to say this, one thing that I've noticed if I'm about to burn out. The, my procrastination is worse than it's ever been before. And I'm not talking about like procrastinating, like doing my taxes and stuff. Like I'm talking about procrastinating like a task that I would normally find very enjoyable. Like I really enjoy editing the podcast. I love sitting down, kind of listening to our little bits and listening to our guests. And there's, mm-hmm. there was a time a few weeks ago, like right at the end of school where I was just so burnt out from work and content that I was just like, God, I cannot do this. Like I can't sit down and do right. this. So, procrastination and if you normally procrastinate, look to see if you're procrastinating harder than usual or tasks that you normally don't procrastinate. And then to solve that mm-hmm. is I would just do everything that everybody <laughs> Zach and Wildcat have talked about as well as like making sure that you have like maybe friends or people that you interact with that are not a part of that hobby or the thing that is burning you out, mm-hmm. right? So I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people in content creation have a ton of content creation friends and I do as well. And I'm sure you do wildcat and Zach, but the one thing is like, they're always going to be there. Like they'll always be there for you and they'll understand your content struggles, but sometimes you just got to talk to someone who like doesn't, do that for a job or it mm-hmm. doesn't do that and they can come at it with a different perspective or they can come at it from a perspective of their own life or you just have someone that you don't have to talk about that stuff with like one of my favorite things is like me and zach will do a board game night every week with uh some of our irl friends and i love like not being asked like oh how's your tiktok account doing oh how is your stream doing like what's your average like how mm-hmm. many people are coming to mm-hmm. your streams like i when I'm getting burnt out, like answering those questions, like literally puts me into like a very, very anxious hole. So
1: yeah, it's nice to just do something completely out of left field. It's not, like you know, it's nice to be like, hey, today we're gonna play with little dinosaur minis and make a dinosaur park. Like yeah. it's just yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah.
2: It's hard though because you um going back to like the the video game thing and how that is your your hobby and your pastime. It's hard not like. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Zach. Maybe you. Maybe mm-hmm. don't feel that way. Correct me if I'm wrong. But like, I, I'm sure Zana might feel like you know. Oh, okay, I'm going to. There's like a new game. Like Strays coming out. Like the cat game where you yeah. can like go through like Neo Tokyo and mm-hmm. you're just like cat. You're like, oh, right. God, I really just want to play that game. And then you're like sitting there playing it and you're like, Oh, I should have streamed this. Or like, Oh, could you mm-hmm. imagine the video I can make with this? And okay. you can't like stop thinking about those kinds of things. So it's really important to try to find, like you said, like try to find something that's like. Completely not media online related at all. Like Dino Minis sounds like a walk in the park. (laughs) Sounds so nice. You know.
1: Yeah, I I, luckily enough, I I don't feel that. Usually, it's the opposite. Where if I play a great game, such as Stray coming out soon, I'll be at work, and that's the only thing only thing I can think about. And I'm itching to get back home to. To get my hands on it um but that, that's right. the
0: feeling we all want right. you're not well, but exactly to, right. to yeah. show the world that you're like man that's just a that's how i feel right now about Ghost of tsushima like i'm literally thinking like oh. no offense to both of you i'm literally thinking about what I, mean. what I need to do next in that game like at all times of, at all times of the day well, which is okay. such
2: a good feeling have you played Ghost of tsushima i have it i so that's one of the gifts i got during the sabathon was for the playstation 5 and i'm oh. so i'm so ready to sink this my this teeth into it so oh
1: my god all right, so is that one that you're gonna have for personally for yourself, or are you gonna stream that one?
2: I think I'm gonna stream it because I did stream Sekudo and I know that mm-hmm. they're very similar games, are, like yeah. both in like art direction and in gameplay. Yes. Yeah. So oh, man. It, it's all a very. I think good everyone game wants to, to see it. It is. It yeah, is a, it's a good one yeah. to stream.
0: That's what all. I mean, that's. I said that I'm only worried about playing the game, but like there was a part of me when I first started, I was like, this plays like a movie. And, like, I feel like a lot of people would enjoy seeing it. So I'm mm-hmm. glad you're streaming it so I don't have
1: to. Yeah, let, let me know when you awesome. start streaming because I will definitely be there for those. Because it's, I mean, I, I platinumed it twice. So it's, like, I platinumed, oh, yeah. I platinumed it on the PS4 and then I platinumed the PS5 Director's Cut, like, two days ago. Like, it's one of the best games ever made. So that that's a good one.
2: Did you ever play uh, Sekiro?
1: Oh, dude, I got to the Flaming Bowl and said, And I was, oh, dude, I was ready to break every window in my house
2: <laughs> Oh, like the mini boss like, the, minibus, like uh-huh. the little guy uh-huh. yeah, yep. yeah yep. I, that one's frustrating though you only have to you only have to knock down his health bar once but it's mm. really tough I, I don't blame you i
0: chose to watch a playthrough of sakuro yes on that's what i did because i am gonna play bloodborne that's gonna be my oh, next um nice. now that i have a ps4 and that's not gonna be an on-stream game just like elden ring i played that mostly off-stream mm. um so that's going to be my next uh, Souls-like game because I really enjoyed Elden Ring, and I'm like, okay, I think I can finally get my toes in this, and I don't want to do Dark Souls One again because I, yeah, no. I bounced off that game harder than any of mm-hmm. anything else in my life. Yep, nice. It's
2: it's probably one of my favorite FromSoft games, so you're in for a treat. That's what I, I've heard. I've heard
0: I, Bloodborne um, is fantastic. I, I, I've heard nothing but good things like Jess um Capricorn on Twitter like tweets about mm-hmm. it. and has a podcast actually about it oh, where nice. um yeah. it's like a night it's like a it's like to lull you to bed and they just talk about Bloodborne lore and it's it, it's really oh, good yeah. and I don't I didn't want to read I don't want to listen too much of it cuz I'm like I am playing I'm playing this mm-hmm. game and I don't want spoilers. Nice. But wildcat anything else you want to share with us we are reaching we wow this has been a long time 42 (laughs)
1: minutes oh my god (laughs)
0: um this has gone by like a minute so is there (laughs) anything else you want to share with us before we sign off
2: no i think um i think maybe like some closing thoughts about subathons in general just um if you are planning on doing one just um set some boundaries beforehand so that you're not scrambling to try to um set them midway through whatever it is that you're trying to do and that goes i think for anything in content creation is really starting to um like one thing i'm struggling with is like number one determining my value in this like oversaturated market and setting boundaries for myself that allow me to actually thrive instead of like feeling like i'm drowning all the time Mm. um so that goes for anything i think just anything in general number one but i guess it's like this is my line of work like start setting boundaries for yourself and like, realize that you are human and that you will need time to recharge so doing an uncapped subathon is probably the dumbest thing anybody can do and that's somebody who did it for 34 days <laughs> so no. don't 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 take offense like it, it's stupid it's mm. really dumb don't do it
0: and the the boundaries thing is very poignant um, that's something I struggled with was like letting viewers play with me especially when I'm playing Valorant and stuff and now it's just to the point where I'm like my title says Solo Val I'm like someone will be like oh can I play I'm like read the title dog like no, you know it's right there. Uh, yeah and I did feel like very overwhelmed because once you let one person on you have like you gotta everybody. let them all yeah so thank you for coming on we appreciate you i hope you take care of yourself yeah dude, do t- do t- all those yourself. things that you told everyone else to do mm-hmm.
2: no I, i'm one of those people that like doesn't practice what they preach so i'm <laughs> yep. very much going to go ahead Aren't and spiral all? out of controls that's where <laughs> i'm at <laughs> all right well we'll have you back <laughs> no, on in man. a few
0: weeks so we could talk about that yeah man yeah thanks for having me it's no anytime right, it's always a pleasure man. it friend. is all right all right, Pixel Pals out. Pixel out. All right, thank you. Thanks, we dude. We appreciate you. No, thanks.